the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. All right, welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, AJ Applegarth doing weird just things. Just getting focused. Just, 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 getting I don't know, what are you like, focused. Facebook poking me? Or what? I don't know what's going on here. Um, is that even a just thing? Showed, I just showed my age because that's not a thing anymore. I was um, just like, <laughs> and I just showed my anybody mine, else remember like, the poke on Facebook? That was like the weirdest thing ever now that you think back on it. Like, we, we poked me. Oh, God. Alrighty then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so that being said... Um, we are on week 15, and we just had another 49ers touchdown, literally just now. Um, a wide open George Kittle um, went down, broke a couple tackles, looking pretty good. San Fran is going to, you know, pending the extra point, be up 21 to 3. Um, so <clears throat> good game by uh, Brock Purdy. Glad I uh, ended up pulling the trigger on him over Matt Ryan in a league where I lost Kyler Murray. So uh, I was desperate in need of a good quarterback performance, and he's got two touchdowns for me so far on the night. So feeling pretty good there. So, Bust all right. So, Matt, speaking of uh, playoffs, because that's what we are in, uh, we'll be talking some fantasy playoff strategy talk, some league losers, some league winners. Going through my rankings and then the injuries, of course. But uh, before we get into all that, of course, got to remind you all, hit those subscribe buttons, hit those like buttons, leave those reviews, those five stars. Uh, we appreciate it. We love hearing from you. And, uh, you know, it goes a long way in helping us out. And then, of course, guys, playoff time is here. You know, I know you got this far, possibly without our help, um, you know, but now's when the crunch time. You can't make the wrong decision. Lineup decisions are ever more important now so jump in become a member of fantasy six pack at fantasy six pack.net slash plans um gets you access to our award-winning rankings gets you access to us directly on discord where you can ask us literally anything you want um as far as your lineups trades you know of course trades aren't really a thing now but you know lineups ad drops whatever it is and then um look if if you are out of it right? And you lost your entry fees. We do DFS. We do betting. So win your money back. We, we've got fantastic DFS and betting guys on, on our site. Um, I know for a fact because they've helped me win money. Uh, and I'm not the biggest DFS or betting guy, but uh, they are. And I've won money with their advice. But So jump into that. There you go. So, all right, man. Uh, let's do our beer of the week. Mm, beer. All right. And I got rid of the loop button. Um, <clears throat> so, what do you got? All right. Well, I am uh, indulging in one of the many Christmas brews I bought for last weekend's little shindig up at the crib here that, uh, that you attended. Uh, with the wife great to see you guys um 
This one is called Missile Toad. It is a triple IPA from Evergreen Brewing Co. in Camp Hill, PA. And you got a toad riding a missile. I, I, I don't vaguely think remember gets, having that one. I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't think it gets any clearer I than that. Did not actually Except mark this that isn't one. very clear. No, I don't think we had this one. No, I was going to say I did not did mark it. it down. I did mark. So, I, you know, as as you know, but nobody else does, I, I end up going around and just trying all a bunch of different beers. So I didn't have like, you know, seven beers while I was there. I had seven. I had like little half pours of each Tasty. one and just ended up walking around just so I, you know, I, I was able to like check off like seven different beers at night, but I ended up only having like four ounces of each one. Not even that sometimes, but um, one of the ones I did have and I liked it a lot. Um, I think you had this one on the show already, but um, it's the new trail company uh, ugly sweater. This is the hazy triple IPA 11.2%. I gave it a four at your house. Let's see if I actually stands back up to that. Cause I don't really remember all of them. I can lie. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Still good. <laughs> Still good. We're good. We're, we're yeah, good, man. I, um, uh, I don't think I did have that on the show. But maybe, um, I will. Yeah. Because you missed it last night. Um, you know, I did the special best ball recap show. Um, yeah. I bought this beer yesterday. Um, and just wanted to share it with you. It is the goose Island bourbon County. I guess bourbon County is the actual like bourbon County stouts is a series. So they, they have different flavored ones that they release. Yeah. So whatever's on the lower label might have. So this is the, so this was the stout aged in bourbon barrels. So this is just, I don't, I don't even know. Like I think that's all of them. I don't know. It was really good. <laughs> That's all I know. I gave it a four and a half. Um, you know, I, I've said many times, I'm primarily IPAs. You know, if I don't drink IPAs, it's usually like lager, you know, something kind of basic. But uh, stouts are not my thing. But these bourbon barrel aged stouts are actually starting to really grow on me. And I've had a couple in the last like month, yeah. and they are both very good. So, it might be a new thing, but uh, yeah, that was a $15 beer. So I don't think I'm buying that much. I'm sure I'll hear about that one from the wife very soon. Um, <laughs> she's going to check the receipt and be like, what did you just buy? Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas <laughs> Nothing. to me. Nothing. <laughs> so uh, anyway, let's move on here. So before we jump into league winners, league losers, that kind of stuff, let's just jump into some generic fantasy playoff strategy talking and you know we've we've talked about this a little bit already on this show in previous weeks but just kind of you know review it again because you know in case you didn't see the shows or you forget or whatever you know it always helps to you know go over it again um my my number one thing with this is it, i would say don't get too cute right with your lineups right yes you are playing a little bit of like dfs type you know strategy in the playoffs you know and and you know we'll get into some of that as we talk about league losers league winners that kind of stuff but 
you know, you can't get too crazy and be like, oh, I'm going to start, you know, DJ Shark over, um, I don't know, pick a pick a decent receiver who might have had a couple down weeks or whatever. Like, you know, just because like he's hot and, you know, he's not like uh, that's a little much for me. Right. I know DJ Shark had a had a really good week, but like that, that's a little much. Right. Um, so. You don't want to get too cute, but, you know, when when you I think those flex positions are the ones where you're going, OK, if it's not obvious, maybe maybe you can, you know, go, you know, a little upside, go a little kind of, you know, that's where you that's where I think you can play a little bit more. Um, but that would that's kind of the only spot I'm doing it. You know, people I. Man, I have questions. People are like, should I be benching Nick Chubb? And it's like, no, I, I, I get it, man. He's been super disappointing the last two weeks. But, dude, you can't bench Nick Chubb. I, that, dude, if you watch Nick Chubb go off and he's on your bench, you're going to be so pissed at yourself. Great, you're going to be pissed if you start him and he does nothing. But, man, he's more likely to do well than he is to repeat what he's done the last two weeks, in my opinion. That's just me. I could be wrong, but I don't know. I, I I couldn't do something like that, but um, you got anything? I got more. Yeah, I I agree with the uh, the cuteness. Um, I mean, you don't want to overthink things too much. Uh, on this, I mean, you know, we we talk about it a lot. Usually, I don't know if we really dove into it too much this year, or if we did, maybe I missed that show, but. <laughs> I usually possible. like to talk about, you know, getting defensive matchups and and stockpiling these defenses, you know, well before the playoffs. Not not too too far out, uh, you know, if you need bench spots and, and need players for buys and whatnot. But you know, once you're past the buys and, and all that, you really want to look ahead into the playoffs and, and try to see what matchups you can exploit and it's not just defenses it's it's players in general um yeah you know if be a you step have, ahead yeah know your starting you lineup have and these guys <clears throat> that maybe you're not really playing a whole lot because maybe they haven't done much or or you just have other options that you like better and, and have had better matchups so you don't have room to put these guys in the roster but come playoff time, they have great matchups. And, and you do want to look at that and take that into account when you're setting your lineups. Um, obviously, it's a winner go home thing. So again, you need to just be smart about it and not, not overthink it and, and you know change everybody out. But you're still going to play the majority of your studs regardless of the matchups. Um, you know, most of them are fairly matchup proof. Although last week kind of effed a bunch of people when there was full lineups that posted less fantasy points than uh, Evan Ingram. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's that's my take on it. Yeah, I mean, I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna amend that just slightly, um, or at least add on to it a little bit, and and say that yes, plan ahead. But also remember, you still need to win this week, right? You can't over plan ahead, right? You still need to keep your best players for this week. But you also don't want to drop players just to plan ahead 
who your opponent can then snatch up and play this week and beat you. So, like, don't get stupid, right? Um, you've got to, you know, maybe one or two. Like, I'm sure you've got some, some back-end bench guys that are, you know, just suck and, you know, you don't have to worry about it. But I do have a question here before I get into another strategy topic. And uh, Mike White or Derek Carr, you lost Lamar. Mitchell Sanders, um, thank you for the question. I'm going Mike White, man. Um, <clears throat> I don't. I don't yeah. like I I don't like Derek Carr this week at all, really, man. Uh, I'm really down on him. New England likes to shut down people pretty good, so you know they're they're going to figure out a way to take away Devontae Adams, in my opinion. And uh, we we know what happens when Derek Carr cannot get the ball to Devontae. It is a bad, bad, bad day. Um, so I am I'm in on Mike White. Yeah, I I agree. Go, uh, I love the picture there, Mitchell. Go, birds. Uh, looks like that's a Westbrook jersey, I'm guessing. Um, yeah, I like white too. Um, Carr's been okay, but if he's not, he's he's very up and down, yeah. Yeah, if he's not really doing much with with Devontae, like you said, you know, he doesn't really have a lot of other weapons. I mean, he has them, he's just not using them. So, and look, I mean, the. I know the Lions are playing better, but I mean they're still not like a juggernaut, you know, defense here. So um, I do like. Um, oh, sorry, you guys were yelling at me about my mic. I didn't realize it. I thought you were just trying to tell me there was a comment. We were. we're good now, or is it back? It doesn't suck. It's, no, it's it's okay for the moment. For the moment All being, right. yes. Yell at me if it if it does go bad again all right so moving on so my next strategy thing here is um you know so you went through the the handcuff thing uh and you know maybe stashing some defenses my next one is another strategy and aj i did it to you two two three years ago to actually win our final i blocked you and picked up a couple guys who i know you desperately needed if you know like if you know, like, if your opponent lost a running back, you don't need a running back, screw it. Drop okay. some receivers who they may not even need at all. Drop a second tight end, drop whatever. Go snatch to those running back running backs up that they can pick up and play. And, you know, you, you may not use them because you've got better running backs. But guess what? They can't use them either. And uh, so that, that's an advantage to you. So uh, that, is, that is something where at this point in the season – you are blocking pickups because you're not playing for the future. You're playing for this week. So you've got to figure that out. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm definitely on board with that. Um, more so when I get to use it against other people and not have it used against me. <laughs> so again, did I get you? Was did one I get step you on ahead. Gusecki? Is Maybe that what it was? Two. You wanted Gusecki? Was that, the, is, was that one of the pickups? I do know that. Mm, you had Gusecki, but I had Fitz. Yeah, but I don't remember if like you wanted to get Gusecki and I ended up getting him. I mean, I ended up using Gusecki too. Uh, that was a, that was a funnier thing. But I don't. I remember. don't remember. Um, but yes, I've done that many times. People have done it to me. Um, actually, in the league where I'm using Brock Purdy because I lost Kyler, uh, a couple of the other managers in the playoffs are like they realize that me and me and. Uh, um, 
Rob Wozniak uh, needed a quarterback. And they're like, oh, we're just going to go pick up all the quarterbacks. And I was like, well, we already got three, so have fun. Like, we picked up we picked up Matt Ryan, Brock Purdy, and uh, I said, screw it. I picked up Desmond Ritter. You know, I didn't use Ritter, but I was like, if he goes balls out and, like, I just well, – yeah. You know, and He's I may get past this job, week, then so I'm gonna, why not? then then I'll use him. You know, maybe next week. But uh, I ended up playing Brock Purdy this week, and uh, that's looking like a pretty pretty nice start, considering what my options were for sure at this point. So, um, you got anything else? I'm I'm kind of out of. I feel like you know we've gone over the you know yeah, look at I mean, matchups, we've, we've you know, look strategy, at strategy enough, I think it's, or schedules. But you know, I didn't, if you're in the playoffs, you obviously should have you know an idea of what the hell you're doing here um so hopefully i would say that's like yeah rankings are important right just like any other week but you don't need to be a you don't need to be a rankings whore right like true just like any other week right use the rankings as a guide no rankings are 100 percent ever um use it as a guide you know, if you need to go a little upside over the over somebody else, or you just like somebody more than the rankings would say, use your gut. You got here; it's your team. You make the decision. You know, that's that's probably the last piece of advice I would give before we can jump into our playoff winners and losers. And uh, Mike's gonna lead here the conversation, and I think we're starting off with losers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Start with you bad betcha. news, I guess. We're, we're going to start with bad news and end with good news. We want to end on a good note. All right. Sure. So we're going to start off with our first uh, playoff loser. All right. And his name is Mike Evans. All right. And just to give you a little bit of context here of how Mike Evans has how been doing the past couple give weeks. the stats, jerk. All right. Well, I was just going to give So I have something to talk about. You I'm give all the you give all the data. The guy talk about. We're going to be like, no, we're going to be like, no, yeah, we agree. No, no data. No data. Just going <laughs> to tell you his wide receiver position the past three weeks. Well, that was the data, you jerk. <laughs> oh, you, you can say the points and all the data that's trending, whatnot. But, uh, I mean, let's just say it's not very good. Wide receiver 73. But, uh, Joe, give us a little bit of uh, – information here on why he's been trending down and why we should maybe think about sitting him in the playoffs. I mean, why he's trending down. Um, I mean, this offense is just not scoring points. I mean, we've, we've seen it across the board here. Uh, the Tampa Bay offense has been bad uh, for quite a while. Um, I'm trying to think of their last. Uh, their schedule here over the last few weeks. So, uh, they've scored 20 ish points at best for the last like four or five weeks. And then last week they put up a big old seven against these 49ers that we're watching right now. Uh, it's been, it's been brutal, man. Um, ever since they put up 31 in on October 2nd against the chiefs. It has been 
bad news for the Bucks. And, you know, I don't know if Brady's losing it or if it's just a combination of the team's not really healthy, the offensive line is in shambles. Um, but, you know, let's just put it this way. In half PPR, his Mike Evans' weekly finishes have been 49, 45, 74, 44, 34 the past five weeks. Look, I know the the upside and what he can do, but at some point, the data is pointing to he is no longer a must start. To also put it into perspective, he has been a wide receiver one, one time this season in half PPR. And when that Kansas City game in week four, he actually finished as the top wide receiver that week. Other than that, he's been a wide receiver two, three times, and then he's been outside of wide receiver three range even every other week. He should not have probably been ranked as high as he has been for quite some time. And I mean, honestly, like me even having him at like wide receiver 24, 25 this week doesn't feel good, but he's talented enough that like you've got to at least respect it. But man, Mike Evans for a long time was like a locked in top 10 guy, but he's no longer that. So like you might have some better options at this point. I mean, like I got guys like Christian Watson ahead of him. I mean, that's how, that's how crazy it is. So, totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mike. Who else? Totally turning the wrong way, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. So at the worst possible time. <laughs> it is What's the up? worst time. This it is the worst time for this to be happening here, but we'll move on to our next playoff loser. And uh, next we got coming in at the Jacksonville running back here, Travis Etienne, AJ. All right. I, I know you were, I mean, you're kind of a big fan of him. All right. You know, give me a, you know, tell me what's going on here and give me some stats. Give me the lowdown. I I mean, what, what's there to like really? I mean, we, we all were super stoked when James Robinson got traded thinking, okay, well, this is the signaling of, you know, Travis Etienne's coming to to party mode, whatever. But he hasn't done anything since the bye week. And you would think usually when you go on a bye, you get to rest and kind of build yourself back up. He just doesn't seem to have it. Um, now, Baltimore, granted, he you know he he didn't have a lot of snaps percentage because I think he got injured. In that he got game. he got hurt. Yeah, so that that one will will kind of throw that out. But even the game right before the bye against Kansas City, seventy eight percent snap share, eleven rushes and forty five yards. I mean, that's not that's not going to do it. He gets game scripted um, out a lot, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and I think it's. It's difficult as a fantasy manager to put your trust in somebody with a, a good amount of talent and who's shown the talent when you don't know whether or not the game script's going to work in his favor. Um, now, the matchups he has coming up this week, not, obviously, against Dallas <laughs> could possibly get scripted out of this game as well. Granted, Dougie P does... You know, he has familiarity with Dallas and playing against them. So 
that's kind of iffy in my mind. It's it's a it's a dice roll right now. If if you have ETN, you're hoping that you have a buy this week and you don't have to worry about it. Because then he gets the Jets and Houston. Both, you know, teams that that can allow some points. Jets defense has been pretty good most of the year, but mm-hmm. you know, he's still put up a decent number against Houston earlier in the year, 10 for 71, um, three receptions on five targets, uh, 43 yards there. Uh, and, and that was when Robinson was still there. So he only had a 53% snap share in that game. Um, I mean, the, the, the percentage is there. It's just whether or not he's going to be used. And, and that's what, what scares me with ETN. Yeah. I, I totally agree with everything you just said there. Just it's game script for him that I, I don't like. I think he's going to be sitting and, and watching a lot. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, yeah. he's not involved with the passing game as much as we all would like for for him to be, you know, viable in those types of games until, unless you can get to the Houston game with him, but good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, good luck getting to that Houston game because you got to make it there first. Like you said earlier in the episode, Joe, it's a week-by-week survive in advance. Yep. All right, so we'll move on to our next disappointment here um, the past couple weeks, and his name is Gabe Davis. All right, and, and a, a great offense that, you know, seems to be struggling a little bit here, Joe. Um, give us some reasons here or some, you know, yeah, some reasons to feel comfortable benching Gabe Davis possibly this week. I mean, does anybody realize that Gabe Davis is on the season? He's wide receiver 23. Sounds okay, right? Um, You go through game logs, though, like, and I just went through game logs for Mike Evans. This is worse. (laughs) I mean, we're talking a wide receiver 12, a wide receiver 1, a 13, and an 8. Outside of that, Dude, he's got a bunch in the 60s, in the 40s, in 80s. Like, it's bad. <laughs> like, he's so inconsistent. Um, And so, I, I mean, you're basically, if you're starting Gabe Davis, um, you're just praying that you get one of these big games. Because if you don't, you're getting five, six you know, seven points at best. Um, it's weird because like he's, he's, he's seen some games where he's gotten seven, five, seven targets and he still doesn't do anything in those games. He catches like three of them or two passes. Um, now he's got to catch those like deep passes for a touchdown you know, and, or he's not doing anything for you. So I, I don't, I don't feel good about him, you know, Miami's a, a pretty tough defense. Chicago's is beatable. Um, but again, he's just so unreliable. Um, you know, I feel like he's a big boom player, but he's more bust at this point. So it's really hard to rely on that. I'm trying to think of where I've got him this week. I've got him at wide receiver, like 38. 30. Do I have him all the way down to 38? Mm-hmm. Did I move him down? Yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah, I moved him down to thirty-eight. So I didn't like him. Um. So yeah, there you have it. 
He's outside wide receiver three range. Yeah. All right. Good. I mean, you make me feel comfortable. I don't know about all you people out there, but I hope you. But what about Gabe Davis? All right. <laughs> now I, I I wish I would have rearranged these names here. I wish I would have been able to rearrange these names here because now that I see that AJ is going to get this next player, I, it, it was meant for Joe. All right, but our Do next player here, who started out, fine. Give or? give me give him the next one and give me Cooper. All right. Yep. Uh, someone who Cooper started out Cup. real hot in the season, Amari uh, Cooper. Yeah. Past couple of weeks, but, though, oh, Joe. Oh, so I'm just gigging Cooper now, and then he can have. Okay. Yeah, just. All right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give him the next one. You get a, you get your you get you get your boy Amari Cooper. All right. Start out hot. Been struggling the past three weeks since Deshaun Watson has been starting. I mean, do we have reason to to no longer think that Amari Cooper is this consistent player he was in the beginning of the season? I mean, uh, I hate to – I don't usually do this, but I'm going to toot my own horn, man. A few weeks ago, right before Watson got in here. God, fix your damn mind. Um, in like the – is it bad again? It's been back. Yes. I'm glad he called you out. <laughs> God. Well, I don't understand. You sound like the guy on the freaking Micro Machines commercials. <laughs> also dating myself. I love it. It's great entertainment, guys. <laughs> better now like yes okay um so i said it with in that article i don't i think it was in the targets and touches and snap one is it bad again (laughs) you laughing anyway uh i said be careful with Watson coming back. Amari Cooper has been very consistent, the most consistent he has been in his entire career. Somebody you can rely on with Brissett there. Um, with Watson coming in, he's going to be rusty. There's not going to be the chemistry, and we've seen it, right? That exact thing happened. So, I mean, I've got Cooper at, like, wide receiver 19 or 20 this week right now. Um, you know, I'll say this. Watson at least looked better last week than – he did the first week, so maybe there's some progression. Although Donovan Peoples Jones was the big winner of that, it wasn't Cooper. Um, you know, Cooper's the better receiver, we would all think, but you know, I think you don't feel as comfortable, but I, I do think it's still kind of tough to sit Cooper. Um, you know, unless you've got a lot of really good receivers ahead of him, but you know. I, I mean, you might because Cooper was going pretty late in drafts, so there's at least that. But I'm yeah. probably still using Amari Cooper where I have him. The the other thing to look at here too is that he is coming off of you know a, a hip injury and whatnot, so he that did too. get back to practice um, today, and you know reportedly looked looked pretty good, but you know that's something to keep an eye on too, because that, that could hinder, uh, you know, his, his ability this weekend. Uh, they do play on Saturday as well. So he has, you know, one less day to really get prepped and, and ready for the game. Um, you know, he could turn into being a bit of a decoy and it could be another, uh, you know, DPJ game. So yeah. I mean, you say decoy, though, like, and you would think that last week he would have been, but he still saw seven targets. He just only caught two of them. 
Yeah. So, so he just doesn't have the connection with Watson right now. It's, it's all there is to it. Yep. All right. So who do I get now? Do I get who to you you know, get? finally talk about some scraps yes, here? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You get to talk about the scraps of the Detroit Lions. I mean, let's be honest. There's not much scraps going around here except for Jamal Williams, man. I mean, this guy, he was, he was leading the t- uh, league in touchdowns. He's kind of, I, I mean, he still might be honestly, but the past three weeks, not too great, AJ. I mean, is he benchable now? Uh, that's rough. Benchable, benchable is benchable too far. I might be taking it a step far, but Swift is now healthy. He's back, involved. He had already taken. Well, over we thought we we thought that last week, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. He, he had taken over the, you know, more of the receiving game, um, which was really Jamal's, you know, bread and butter. Um, well, Swift's had the receiving game all year when he's been healthy. Jamal's been the one pound in the rock for whatever yeah. reason. Like, it's backwards than what everybody would think. That, exactly. That That's was Jamal's like that. role in Green Bay. That's mm-hmm. why everybody thought that. But it, it, it's different. I mean, he's Here. he's still number fourteen running back on the year in PPR. I mean, it's it's hard to to say bench the guy, okay, but I think he's he's RB definitely tweak. I think he's he's definitely more of a flex option for me at yep. this point, um, and. and Mostly because I have other options that I like ahead of them. You know, one There's of the old. leagues I've I've got you know CMC, and then I've got uh, you know Tony Pollard. Um, you know, if you've got, I mean, there's been a lot of waiver wire players. I've got, I've got I've got Pacheco, I've got Donovan Knight, and I've got Brian Robinson. But a bunch of those dudes were probably guys that you could have picked up off of waivers. I've got all three of them ahead. Jamal Williams this week yeah. and Swift actually. I just don't like that backfield. Yeah, the Jets are tough too, man. So that's the, yeah, they are. That's good. It's, a, are. it's a hard matchup for them this week, man. And <clears throat> so I mean, yeah. I, to flip it on the other side of things, the Lions the past three weeks have been pretty good against the run themselves. So I mean, I don't know if there's <clears> going to be a lot of running in this game uh, with the Jets and Lions. But let's let's turn to a hey. positive note. Hey, well, real quick, no. so. We wanted to ha- add one of our eat one of our own okay. each, and so my my number my number one league loser playoff loser is going to be, and we've talked about him already a bunch. Alvin Kamara, uh, you're talking about a guy who's had basically a absolute dud of a season. Um, you want to talk about how many? You want to guess how many times he's finished as an RB one? So top 12 running back in half PPR. One. Zero. Well, there's at least one. He was the RB one that the game he scored three uh, touchdowns. Oh, so yeah. that was an obvious one. So you at least knew there was one, but there's been three. It was RB eight, RB 10 and RB one. And then he had a 19 mixed into that span of time. He's been outside of RB two, one, two, three, Four, five other times he's missed two other weeks. Um, 
he's been like back in RB two two other times. So like not just not a good season, man. Um, and yeah, you know it, it's going to help him that Mark Ingram is now done for the season. But I mean they they brought up David Johnson. <laughs> the ghost of David Johnson off the practice squad. So he's going to get in the mix. Um, you know, it just, this offense is really struggling. Uh, I know, you know, for a while there, we were all kind of excited. Hey, Dalton, he's looking, he's looking all right. Like maybe, maybe this is for real. He can, he can make this work. Yeah. That changed really quick. Atlanta's a good matchup. At least he does have a favorable, you know, matchups here. He's got Atlanta and Cleveland back to back. Pretty, pretty good. Then Philly. That one's a little tougher, but I mean, Philly can give up some yards. Uh, they've just they can just put up more points than almost anybody in the league right now. So still hard to beat them. But you know, yeah. he's got some favorable matchups. So that would be the only thing I would say. Like it's going to still be hard to sit him. Uh, man, it's. And, and like, you know, we know it's going to happen. Right? He's going to have another like three touchdown game. You know, he, he did it like two years ago, right? Six touchdown game in the playoffs, like literally one people, you know, all their, all their, you know, all their leagues that, that if you got that far with him, but he's hard to trust right now. He really is. Um, he's had just, he's been struggle bus city for him. Yeah. So the guy that I'm listing out here for yes, you know, I'm glad losers. you changed it. I, I like this one so much more. <laughs> yeah, I had it flip flopped. Obviously, um, is Michael Pittman. Um, you know he's he's coming in at, at number 22 PPR right now. Okay, that, that's pretty solid. Um, obviously, he's getting tons of snap percentage. You know, snap shares. He's getting tons of targets. But last week against Dallas, he only had four targets and caught two of them for 16 yards. I mean, that's Dallas is, has a good defense, but that's not going to cut it for you know for your playoffs. Um, that that's the kind of boom bust you know that we're used to seeing from former Dallas Cowboy Amari Cooper. Um, <laughs> you know he's got Minnesota this week, very uh, beatable in, in Minnesota. Uh, he's got the chargers after that, uh, at home and then goes to the giants. I mean, on paper, they're not, they're not terrible matchups, but I just don't think that, that this is, you know, this is somebody you can trust. I mean, he's really had one phenomenal game this year and that was against Jacksonville. Um, sorry, two games. First, he's had two week. good games. Two good games, yeah. The very, very um, first week in the Jacksonville. Exactly, but since then, I mean, he's he's hasn't even topped seventy-five yards. Um, again, if if he catches the targets and they're all going to be going to him, you know, that'll help you in PPR. But it's it's too risky for me. Um, I, I'm looking elsewhere. There's plenty of other players that that I like, you know, well ahead of Pittman, and that I trust. Yeah, his. I'm trying to think. His is sorry. Is my mic bad? I know you guys are mm-hmm. <laughs> yelling at me again. Good, um, second. All right. Uh, I'm trying to look at his like ADA, his average target distance. Um, Pittman, um, not good. I know that. Um, is 78th, 6.39. Um, 
Weirdly enough, he's right next to uh, Amon Ross Brown, but Amon Ross Brown is catching them and like running away from people. So it's way yeah. better. Uh, <laughs> um, Pittman is just his quarterback is not leading him into the good spots, and it's a lot of contested catches. Yeah, it's it's bad for Pittman. I I, I like that pick for for that. So all right, let's get into our league winners, man. Yeah, let's 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 go on a positive note. Let's end on a positive note here. All right. And our first... Should we let AJ take this one? Yes. Yeah. Eagles. We'll let him. Dude, he'll he'll talk for like you took you took two in a row though earlier. You wanted to toot your horn about Amari Cooper, so let him toot his horn about his Eagles. All right. We got Are a these... timer for him. <laughs> uh, the person we're going to talk about here, AJ, has been just killing it and getting people into the playoffs is Miles Sanders. Are we? Uh, can we trust this uh, hot hand of the yes. uh, Miles Sanders? Stop. And, uh, yes. Eagles to continue into the playoffs, though, because you know yes. how this offense is. They can score in multiple ways. They don't need Miles Sanders. Michael, Michael, Michael. <laughs> Do they need Miles Sanders? No, because they have other ways of scoring. Yes. Dude has put up 144 yards and 143 yards in two of the last three weeks. The game where he didn't shine as much was Tennessee, where he put up 24 yards, yet still managed to find the end zone. Um, And and he's not going to help you a whole lot in the passing game because that's where he's not really needed. Um, he'll, they're he'll, just not uh, using the running back at all in that well, situation. Well, exactly. they, they don't need him. Yeah. They don't need to. Yeah, which, it, you know, it, I thought that that maybe he would gain a little bit more traction there with Dallas Goddard going down um, and missing the last four weeks. Me too. Really hasn't, um, but that's fine because they've still won all those games. Um, I mean, he's he's been a monster this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, aside from four games, maybe he's, he's really kind of been bad as a starter. Um, <clears throat> he's got Chicago at Dallas, you know, he, he, Dallas was one of his okay games earlier. He still had two touchdowns, um, granted one, one receiving and one rushing, uh, and then New Orleans and Giants the last two weeks. I, I mean, those games may not even matter if if they win this week and then go into Dallas and take care of business there. They they've already locked up the division. Um, you know, they should have locked up the one seed at that point. So they can rest guys mm-hmm. um, whether or not they will. I don't know if you rest people for two weeks, though. That's, I don't think no. That's, I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Um, plus the the New Orleans, you know, they should want to win that game because it only helps their cause more for the draft pick that they fleeced away from them. Um, that's looking to be like a number four or five pick this year or next year. I mean, so yeah, they should want to put another loss on, on absolutely their record. Um, and the Giants is a divisional game. That's so a that's a 
Yeah, I mean it's unlikely they'll play in week eighteen, stuff. but you're not you're not playing week eighteen, hopefully in your fantasy leagues. Dallas and New no. Orleans, I mean, those are tough defenses, you know, defense games, but um Yeah, yeah I, I mean the I, Dallas I like game Davis. is the Dallas game's gonna be a hard fought game. Um it is a, a Christmas Eve game, so it's I think that's Saturday. Yeah. Um, absolutely as long crazy. as it's high scoring, we don't How get absolutely it. crazy is it that Miles Sanders was the th- 30th running back taken off the board on average 81st overall and yet he's like what rb5 right now rb10 and him and jacob sleeper eight and a half ppr yeah eight and standard that's nuts man yeah jacobs is the other one i mean it was it was all because of contract i mean i got the hesitation i thought the adp was a little low on him um but i wasn't i wasn't in on him either you know, you didn't like the usage that they were. The usage has completely shifted this year on him. Yeah. It's not like he's taking over the backfield. He's only getting like 55, 60%. But last yeah, year it was way lower than that. So it was yeah. like, it's way better. And he's just, he's scoring touchdowns. That's the difference. He's That's not the key. dominating the, the snap percentage, but he's, he's owning it. And yeah, and yes. he's fine in the end zone. I mean, he's. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, he's All right. So great analysis, AJ. We're gonna move on to another positive player here. And I gotta I gotta yep. start it off with just, you know, the catchy tune, you know, because we're tooting our horns. No, 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 please God, though. Please don't. With DJ Chark to do to do do. Um just killing it the past two you weeks. I have kids to hate that song enough <laughs> as much as me. I don't. That's why I love I love getting it into your guys. I, mean, I kind of like it. <laughs> but DJ Shark, I mean, just <laughs> killing it the past two weeks. Jared Goff too was killing it. Probably a correlation there. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, can we can we be starting DJ Shark over some of these uh, untrustworthy players moving forward? I haven't quite moved him into must start territory i've still got him around like by receiver 45 ish i think which seems not that i'm looking at it seems kind of low well the matchup this week is rough um so that's gonna play a part in it look he's had two really good games in a row jacksonville and minnesota we know their defenses are absolute dog you know what so yeah i mean do you want to you got to take this with a grain of salt. Plus, this Detroit offense is way better at home than it is on the road. I mean, I think the stats on like Jared Goff alone are just eye popping. Like, he's basically like a top five quarterback at home, and he's like a bottom five quarterback on the road. Like, it's crazy how bad they are on the on the road. So, going to the Jets, not only are they on the road, they're playing a good defense. So, this week maybe temper expectations for DJ Shark. But if you can get through and you still got him, yeah, you got Carolina. That's on the road too, but Carolina's, you know, a defense that you can feel a little bit better starting him against. And then you get at home against Chicago. Yes. Because you're in your finals. Like that's what I love. Um, so yeah, could he be a league winner if you can get to week 17 with him? Absolutely. Um, I think he is somebody who uh, we will be talking a lot about that week as a very favorable matchup. And I'm sure he'll be very popular in DFS that week too, because he probably will be, relatively cheap because he'll have a couple down weeks here in a row all right well hey great analysis there so we'll move on to our next guy here aj 
What you think about Jarek McKinnon and his hot streak that he's uh, forming here with CEH on the IR? And, I mean, Pacheco, he's he's flowering into a, a great NFL running back on his own. But McKinnon, I mean, is, is he worth, you know, putting in some flex spots going into the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, possibly. Definitely with, uh, you know, Pacheco's – Still kind of inconsistent. <laughs> what did I say? You said Pacheco. 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 Yeah. Pacheco. You said Pacheco. Potato, potato. It's all the same. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think this is kind of what we expected from McKinnon. Um, you know, to take over from CEH, but then CEH started off hot and fell flat pretty quick. Uh, and then obviously got injured. I mean, the, the, the snap shares kind of <clears throat> up and down a little bit too much for me, for McKinnon to really want to trust him, but he's got Houston this week, Seattle at home next week. And then, home against Denver in the championship uh, who he just put up 32 points on um, <laughs> mostly because of receiving. And that, that's the, <laughs> the that's weird, the like underhand throw pass from, from Mahomes. that, that throw was nasty, man. I watched it. And I was just like, he, Oh my he, God. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, just happened? <laughs> he's got three receiving touchdowns in the last two weeks. Um, you know, that's definitely quality upside just whether or not he's going to be able to maintain it is, is what worries me a little bit. Yeah. No, completely understandable. I mean, this is why we got to dive into him and and see if it's, you know, a consistent or if it's just boom and bust kind of like how, you know, Gabe Davis was in the last uh, playoff losers thing. I think the, the amount of usage that, that McKinnon gets is, He's got to score. Yeah. It's a CEH type of role, like earlier in the season, almost. Yeah, he has to oh, score yeah. to re- to give you any sort of value. If he doesn't score, he's not doing anything for you. Like, I mean, you just look at you just look at the game logs. I mean, twenty two yards, and the, I mean, yeah, he had one hundred and twelve yards receiving last week. That was like basically one play. He had like a seventy yard pass reception. Like that was nuts. Um, or fifty six. Sorry, I mean, I I just guessed but it was 56 i mean like half of that was one play so like okay um but the week prior to that 51 yards rushing nine yards receiving he just scores so like okay yeah it but it's hard to rely on touchdowns it really is is. it is um so i was i'm kind of waffling here guys on my next player here i don't know if i mean we could talk about him here i guess um we're gonna go with Bam Knight, Zonovan Knight of the New York Jets, Joe. Um, he's been on a little bit of a tear here lately. And I know Michael Carter came back healthy last week, but even so, he still totaled over 100 scrimmage yards. Um, is this, you know, kind of a changing of the guard without Brees Hall here? I, um, yeah, I mean, I, I was actually very surprised to see the usage and the snap count that um, that the Jets 
yeah, how they used um, Bam Knight last week with a healthy Michael Carter. I thought it would be more of a 50-50 split. It was far from it. Um, <laughs> he saw pretty much everything. So um, that's that's very good news. And, you know, like I said, I've got him above both the Detroit running backs. I've got him you know, right around the bottom end of RB2 range. So, you know, running back is a, is a tough position for a lot of people. We've lost a lot of very good players. You know, Damian Pierce is down. We've lost Ronnie Stevenson. We've lost a lot of very, very talented guys that probably got you here. So if you were lucky enough and, and you know, took a chance on Zonovan Knight, then you're probably forced to start him, to be honest. And, I mean, look, he gets a pretty cushy matchup this week. You know, as we talked about with with these uh, with these Jets, they get the line, so you got you got to like it a little bit. Yeah. All right. Try to keep it short there. <laughs> All righty. So that's uh, that's pretty much what we got for the winners um, on the list. So we can go through. Wait, can I can I can I give my one just because we talked oh, yeah, about yeah. how I'm... bad the Jacksonville schedule is. But I still really like. Oh, sorry. I thought you were moving on to the rankings. No. Shut Sound up. Like you were like talk. wrapping shit up. I nope. was wrapping the list up and going on to our picks. Fine. I'll just drink. Talk. No. Who do you like? I'm, <laughs> I'm interested to find out, actually. He wants to steal them off the waiver wire before you can get them. Oh, he's, he's not on the waivers. Trevor Lawrence. Um, anyway, you know, we, we talked about how, you know, ETN is going to be game scripted out of some, you know, out of games here down the stretch. And so maybe, you know, look, you're probably still starting ETN because, again, running back sucks. So, you know, it is what it is. But Trevor Lawrence is somebody who I still think, despite tough matchups, is somebody who you can trust because the volume is going to be there for him. Um, and so, you know, like we're, we're talking about a guy who, by the way, is QB eight on the season. Who would have thought that coming into the year? Um, and where are you at now? Urban. He is on, right? He's on a tear, dude. The last five games. QB12, QB8, QB5, QB16. All right, not great. That was actually the Detroit game, which I actually thought he would crush, but didn't. And then number one last week against Tennessee of all teams, who, you know, typically is, you know, not a juggernaut defense, but better than that, he owned them. That was crazy. So, like, I mean, he's done it against Baltimore. He's done it against Kansas City, which is, you know, a decent enough defense, you know, he did it against Tennessee. Randomly didn't do it against Detroit, but you know, look, I know Dallas is tough. He gets the jets. Houston doesn't let up a lot of passing yards because they just get, you know, teams get up on them really big. So you might struggle that week with him just because of the volume, they might get up big and then just whatever. But, you know, although it's funny, like they actually lost to Houston earlier in the year. So who knows? Um, I still think, though, like, like you expect Dallas and maybe you expect the Jets to beat Jacksonville. So that just means Trevor Lawrence is going to have to pass a lot. 
And so you're going to get yards. You know, you hope you get, you know, late touchdowns when the defense starts, you know, relaxing a little bit. That's what you're going for there with Trevor Lawrence. And I think that that plays right now. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so the guy I got here is Mr. Cole Kmet. Uh, You know, obviously he was the big hype train tight end coming into the year and uh, didn't initially live up to it. But then he went on a nice little streak um, from weeks 9, 8, 9, 10, I guess. Uh, and then he kind of fell off again. So, yeah, he had five touchdowns in that three-week span. Uh, but he's back up to seven targets, six targets uh, in week 12 against the Jets. Only caught three of them. But last week caught six of them. and. Messed around with 72 yards. So if he's going to start getting that production again in the wasteland of tight end, I think that he's going to have some very favorable playoff fantasy matchups for his owners. Um, We already mentioned earlier, they're playing Philly this week. So obviously that's a game that the bears should be behind in uh, hopefully. And, We'll need to catch up. Buffalo, same deal. Um, then he goes to Detroit. Uh, all right, well, that's fine. Week 10 against yeah. Detroit, he had his best game of the year. So I, I'm i okay with that as well. I definitely like Komet as a uh, playoff tight end option. Got to ask you a question about Komet, actually. So I saw in my home league, that somebody dropped him, I guess, during that stretch where he was like a bum because, mm-hmm. you know, the offense wasn't running very well without fields, et cetera. Um, so I could drop uh, Chigazosium Okanu, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, but I kind of want to keep him because I feel like he's still valuable and, you know, tight end to wasteland. So I don't want to give somebody a good tight end in the playoffs. But so the back end of my bench is like Ben Skoronek, who just came off that monster game. So it's like, I don't know. Um, I got Julio Jones. I I wish ESPN in Houston would just rule Damian Pierce out and I could throw him in my IR and I wouldn't have to worry about this decision. But he's yeah. still doubtful and I can't move him in there. I don't understand this. Damian Pierce is not playing this week. Everybody knows this, but apparently ESPN won't do anything so sleeper doesn't either they're they've it, everybody's doing because houston has not officially ruled him out that's what's yeah. stupid Welcome uh so anyway so who, do you, so who do you drop is it skoronic i mean i got justin hurt jalen hurts sorry justin hurts i'm an idiot um but i picked up watson just you know because i was kind of blocking at this point you know if anybody got into the playoffs and they needed the quarterback and actually my opponent this week kind of does um so I'm kind of holding Watson just because I don't want to give them Watson. Uh, Julio Jones, Damian Pierce, Ben Skoronek. Um, I mean, those are like my worst. Play- I mean, well, Chris, actually, Chris Moore might be droppable now. I could throw Skoronek yes. in there because now that – because didn't Cooks practice today? Yes. So if Cooks practice, Chris Moore's pretty doo-doo. So maybe you throw Skoronek in there drop Chris Moore instead. I don't know. Who do you drop? Like, what do you do? I would drop more easily. Mike? 
Well, Nico Collins didn't practice, so that kind of throws. Do we care still about the wide receiver two on that? <laughs> I mean, if they got to throw the ball, they've been actually doing it pretty well lately. I mean, if Chris Moore can get over a hundred yards, I mean, Brandon Cooks isn't really favorable of the team. But yes, it is still not great that Cooks is there because the whole reason Moore was able to get a hundred yards was both of them being gone. Right. So was the I would drop one. more. I would drop more. All right. So you're throwing. Skaronic in or Julio. Figure that one out later. Julio's question. And dropping Chris Moore instead. I, yeah. Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't have a problem dropping yeah. Julio either, actually. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought about it because he hasn't been good. He, but, he's, you just, know. He, he's either injured or very mediocre. Um, I mean, the, the whole offense, we've talked about it. The whole offense is mediocre, and yeah. he's the third option in the passing game, if not the fourth, sometimes behind. Kate Otten, so it's like, and and Rashad White, so it's like okay, yeah. I mean, Julio I, might be I would, there. That's how crazy I is that? That that's actually where I was gonna go, and then I forgot about. It. I mean, I'd be fine dropping him more or Skoronek. Actually, I mean, he hasn't aside from last week, he hasn't done anything. So, granted, he was behind Cup and whatnot. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, I know none of my home league. He did kind of outplay Allen Robinson for a few weeks earlier on, but all right. So I'm dropping Julio. Is that, is that the I decision? Mean, or is it more? The, the, yeah, Who am I retire this week. I, I mean, at least more is healthy. That is true. That's true. And Julio, Julio, yep, it is Julio. All right, that's my decision. I'm just gonna go off my rankings. Probably should have done that earlier, but good banter on the show. Mm-hmm. All right, and it was related, so there we go. Cool. Did this on so, All right, rankings review. Speaking of rankings, let's do it. Okay, so first we will start off with the quarterbacks. Uh, I'm going to try to rip through these a little bit since we're already over an hour. Uh, excuse me. Damn. Uh, All right. So the, this one. Justin Fields, you have at QB6, um, dead on with consensus, which isn't the point of my question of why you have him at QB6. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go with this one when I saw the note. But do you realize that the Eagles defense has the best um, like opponent's QBR in the league? I think it's like 78 or something like that. Granted, Fields is a different breed. He's probably faster than a lot of the guys on that defense. I think you're about to make my point for me. But. (laughs) Just going to say. Moving on. (laughs) I was going to say. Yes, I get it. The Eagles defense is really good against quarterbacks. Um, I just think six is a, is a touch high for all of you experts. You are also an Eagles fan, so touche. Um, all right, I'm trying the to think. guy so, wearing the green shirt. Um, <laughs> so let's just let's just. Throw it out here, right? Let's just. I'm gonna quick rip through the schedule here. 
Lions, not a running quarterback. Vikings, not a running quarterback. Commanders, not a running quarterback. Jags, kind of a running quarterback. I mean, he runs, but not crazy. Cardinals, Kyler Murray, yes, running quarterback. But was that a Kyler Murray game? Because I know he got banged up. So did he play October 9th? He, yeah, he played in that game. Uh, I mean, Kyler Murray's been not great this season. But no, he, um, he didn't play well. 42 yeah, attempts. But he still was QB8 that week, by the way. He ran for 60 yards. So, no, he didn't. Oh, wait, that's nine. Oh, I'm he ran for nice. 42. <laughs> so, he was QB 12 through for 250. Okay, still and, and one touch. But I think at this point, we know Fields is a his legs are you know, he's yes. he's gonna run way more than Kyler is at this point. Um, so anyway, moving on. Um, Texans definitely not running, Commanders again. Colts, no. Packers, no. Titans, no. Giants, no. So they haven't faced what? any running quarterbacks outside of uh, Kyler. Hello. Danny Dimes was running for his life in that game. Maybe. Okay, that's a, that's a different kind of running. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different that's kind of running. <laughs> anyway. Throw the banner, Mike. So, yeah, I mean, he, get, he gets the Bears, and, and they get the Bears this week. So, look, I mean, we've seen it, like, Good defenses still have not been able to stop Justin Fields. He got Dallas a couple weeks ago, <laughs> ran over them. He's He's been kind of matchup proof because he's been able to run and he gets big, big, big runs as well. Like, they're not just like, you know, a little five yard slide. He, he busts off like 40 yard runs. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it does scare me a little bit. Um, I mean, his last few games, QB eight, five, five, one, one, seven, five, six feels kind of low, actually, man. Like he could really crush it. I mean, against New yeah. England and Dallas, he was QB five. Mm-hmm. Good defenses. So. All right. So moving on. We got A.A. Ron and Tua are the next two guys I had listed here. You got Rodgers up three from consensus at QB 12. Tua right behind him. uh, Down two from consensus at QB 13. Um, I mean, of the two, who's going to just end up better? I mean, I, I get I get you have the numbers here or like the ranking. Yeah. I mean, is this is this kind of the coin toss for these two guys? I've been flip flopping them a bunch. Um there was one time where I actually had to a QB uh ten and Rogers at like, like thirteen and I started you know, I just kinda slid some people around, just ended up at you know it's still got some look into that one. I mean the matchup is not good for Tua, and you know, I mean, Waddle was not existent last game, unfortunately. And you know, yeah, he's now dealing with a banged up, but he's going to play Tyreek Hill. So, like, we saw what happened last week when that when that happened. Tua was not good. Um, you know, he's if he doesn't have his guys, Tua is not. Tua's not going to be a really good quarterback. Um, and honestly, the last three the last weeks, Tua's three. been yeah. pretty. Yeah, I was going to say he's been 
pretty mediocre. 18, 18, 17. You know, that's his yeah, QB I mean, finishes. So granted, one of them was against San Fran, but the other yeah, two so, were very okay, that, beatable that team. Semi, you know, to be expected. Still. And that was also the game that Waddle got hurt in. So you lose yeah. Waddle in the middle of that game. That's going to crush you. Um, you know, it's like that very first pass to Sherfield, and then it was like, oh man, it's going to work. And then, no, it didn't. <laughs> it was bad. Um, yeah. I mean, the game against Houston, you know, we talked about it, so you can kind of give him a pass there. Like, you know, they get a big and then they sat him. And so it was just like, whatever. So you give him a pass there. Last week, you sort of expected more. It didn't really work out, though. It was just an ugly game. So, you know, Buffalo. You would expect this to be, you know, it's going to be a tight, close, divisional matchup. I don't know if Buffalo just blows them out. I don't really expect it. It was a very close game last time with the Dolphins actually pulling it out by two points. Um, there it's in Buffalo this time. It's going to be some to be really some bad snow. weather, too. <laughs> yeah, that's the other reason why I, I slid to it down. In fact, I knocked a bunch of the, the Miami players down. Yeah. Is It's going to be some nasty weather there in Buffalo. So, like, that that does impact things. It's going to impact all the offense production in that game. So, yep. I don't love Rodgers. It's just kind of the way it works out because the matchups, you know, it's okay. Yeah, it's a little more favorable. So, all right, moving into running backs then. We've got... Uh, James Connor, you got it RB12, and that's up two from consensus. Um, so, so pretty close. Uh, I mean, he's had back to back monster weeks. Now we're going in against a somewhat tougher opponent in Denver. In Denver, um, but you also don't have Kyler, so yeah. it is, I mean, is. Connor possibly even better than RB12. Is he is he easily, you know, could you see him in the top, you know, eight or nine this week? Finishing. I yeah, I mean, you could because you, you gotta expect without Kyler, they're gonna lean on this running game. Um, I still think Arizona wins this game, despite Kyler not being there. Denver is just an absolute train wreck, and we know that. Um and so, you know, they get up, they're going to play ball control, and Connor's going to get a lot of touches. I mean, what, like a week ago, two weeks ago, he's 25 carries. Well, <laughs> two, two games ago, they had a bye week yeah. in between. Right. Absolutely crazy. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's very favorable in, you know, the, the game script could be in his favor and the fact that, you know, they're going to rely on this running game. That's why I had some above consensus despite a pretty tough matchup. I mean, last week was a tough matchup. New England's not easy. Yeah. And he played very well, and he's being utilized everywhere. It's not just he's the runner, and then they bring in somebody else for the passing game. He's doing it all. He's doing what he did in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so so that would that would uh, that would be interesting. Geno Smith just got into the end zone here. Uh, who who was that too? Who did he pass? Noah Fant. Was that Noah Fant? That's what I thought. Nice. I, I I did miss it. Yeah. So all right. So the next guy, uh, I'm I'm not trying to cheat because of the uh, huge number next to his name, but uh, Damian Harris, you obviously yeah. have bumped up 31 spots out <laughs> of consensus because they haven't caught up yet. Um, I'm almost assured that they will be also ranking him higher. You've got him at RB 21. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Harris has been he he's still actually listed as questionable, but you know Stevenson probably I mean, he's, out. Not <laughs> he's not gonna play. Um, I mean Harris, you've got you got him in, in RB two range. Explain yourself. I mean, it's basically Stevenson's not there. Uh, it's a favorable matchup against Vegas. Um, I mean, yeah, the backups performed pretty well last week. Um, Pierre Strong and, Pierre Strong and the uh, other Harris. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, look, let's be real. Like, if if Damian Harris is actually on the field, he's I can't and I can't imagine a scenario where he doesn't see the bulk of the carries. So, you know, it's it's Vegas. They'll move down the field. He'll punch a couple in. That's that's my thought. Kevin, Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris. Thank you. I knew I said the other Harris. I kind of forgot. I, I want to say Kyle Harris, which I knew wasn't right, but so I just didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Kevin ended up. 49% snap share uh, got a touchdown. So that was kind of his main contribution. Um, eight, eight touches, 26 yards. Nothing. Your strong score too. It was so yeah. nuts. I mean, both of, both of them look decent. Um, yeah. You know, Damian Harris, I feel like we've talked about him a lot this year. Uh, as far as, you know, this was the, the contract year. We're going to run him into the ground, blah, blah, blah. Well, he got hurt, and then they really didn't. Reminder: Stevenson just took over. Hurt. There's nothing yeah. he could do. <laughs> so it just kind of, you know, their their hand was kind of forced in that sense. But uh, all right, I mean, I, I get it. Without you know, without Stevenson there, he should be the the lead guy. But I'm 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 not sure if I personally would see him that high. But Last guy I got here is J.K. Dobbins, uh, down six from consensus at RB28. Uh, I mean, flex play? Eh. I mean, he was phenomenal coming back last week. Um, you know, I, I might bump him up a little bit, but, I, I mean, it's so hesitant. Like, it feels like a week-to-week thing with this team. The offense really just wasn't good last week despite – yeah. Um, him actually being good, so you do worry about that division game again. Um, Cleveland on the road. Uh, I know, I know, Cleveland's not you know anything to really like worry about, but um, yeah, they their their run defense uh, is actually um, pretty. Uh, is it? It's bad, right? Yeah, it's actually really bad. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, um, once space is out, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I might move him up a little bit. You might have caught me on that one. I'm not gonna lie, but it's it's so hard. I mean, like Gus Edwards is gonna be involved. Huntley will run. You know, it's. I don't. I don't know if I see 120 yards out of him again, man. You know, that's that's a tough one. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, QB, running back wherever I have him right now, twenty eight seems kind of low. But that's he seems to be kind of where he falls right now. 
yeah, claims he's not uh still not a hundred percent. So something to to watch. I don't know. Miles Garrett is back actually. Uh, all right. Moving into receivers here, we got Sausage Egg McLaurin at wide receiver eleven. Got him five higher than consensus. <laughs> you literally brought up McLaurin. Oh my gosh! Uh, I was tweaking my rankings while I was at my son's Cub Scout ranking or meeting, and looked at the fact that I had him at eleven. Was like, do I really? Oh my god! Uh, I don't like that. I'll have to fix that one later. Damn it, AJ. Uh, but I don't hate I mean, it, though. I really don't. I don't hate it. Giants was his best game of the year. So he's been getting better, um, you know, the last few weeks here. Yeah. So that is something to consider. Again, yeah, two weeks ago, he had a great game against the Giants. Um, 12 targets. The, the Giants... You know, have been a pretty stingy defense all year. However, lately, not so much. Yeah. Um, and their offense has been bad. Like the, the Giants are going in the wrong direction and the commanders seem to be going in the right direction. So, I mean, am I going to leave on 11? I'm not sure. But like I'm looking at the guys behind them and I'm not sure who I would really slide over over top of him. I mean, you're looking at like, if I knew Waddle was like fully healthy, maybe Godwin. I mean, we just talked about that defense, that offense. Like, mm. do we like, <laughs> do we like anything on Tampa right now? Not really. Uh, Mike Williams. Yes. And no, like he's, we know what Mike Williams does, right? He does what he did last week. And then he'll come back and give you like three points. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's what Mike Williams does. You know, guys like Christian Kirk and DeAndre Hopkins and Olave, they're behind him. Like, who am I really putting ahead of McLaurin? And that's what, like, when I was at, you know, when I was doing this and, like, kind of making my Anybody in an Eagles uniform. I'm just kidding. Well, I've got A.J. Brown ahead of him. Leave me alone. Um, Everybody else in an Eagles <laughs> No, I, I, I think. Tell Devonta Smith to be more consistent, and I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's about as consistent as Amari Cooper has been in the years past. Actually, probably worse. Mm, that's, that's a stretch. Let's let's not get crazy here. Well, um, speaking of crazy, uh, <laughs> we already talked about Mr. Gabe Davis and Brandon Cooks earlier. Um, again, you've got Davis at wide receiver thirty-eight, which is down eight from consensus. I mean, um, right. we already know why. And, and Cooks. You've got up 50, obviously, because he practiced. Um, yeah, I think I, you know, that, that's I, Cooks is just that, the adjustment off of the, Cooks, the practice report. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to highlight the, the 50 here. I'm just highlighting position wise for these two guys. Um, I mean, obviously, Cooks, Cooks was someone coming into this year we thought was going to be, you know, a wide receiver two. Yeah, I mean, you know, fringe, fringe, low two. So he just hasn't been there. He's he's dealt with health issues this year. Um, Davis. I mean, you already kind of talked about him. My thought on the Davis thing is again the weather. Obviously, we we mentioned 
but what about the Cole Beasley factor? No. Um, sorry. Uh, I'm not. You say I'm that not. now. No. DFS darling this weekend, Mr. Cole Beasley. If you start Cole Beasley in DFS, you are losing your money. Good luck. That ain't happening. Um, Cole Beasley is a call me machine. out next week if 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 that actually works, but it ain't it ain't gonna happen. Um, now Davis, like I said, he's just I don't I don't trust it. I can't do it. Um, so there's that. And then uh, Cooks, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it hasn't been pretty with him, but I mean, Q, well, our Super 39 is still not a good ranking. So, like, no, it's well, not. Whatever. It's not a good ranking. I mean, you know, I look at his game logs here, and, you know, he's been 27. And 52 and 78, and then 14 and 73, 53, 38. There you go. 51, 37, and then 43. So, like, you know, when he hits, he's right around 39. <laughs> so, like, okay. Um, I felt like it was fair. Kansas City, they're going to have to pass a ton. So, like, maybe you just get volume, you know? Yeah. And Honestly, uh, I, I might Davis, start Coach Davis, Davis who I have back to back. Davis Davis Mills is starting, so maybe see if they can. Jeff Driscoll. Re- <laughs> uh, don't do that to me. Oh, are you kidding me? Uh, Brock Purdy did not get that touchdown. Oh, damn! Did he get knocked out? That dude got knocked out of the one yard line. This is gonna be a CMC touchdown. Nice. I'll take it. Oh, I got knocked out of the three. Oh no! Now they're just gonna kneel the ball. No, oh, I'm not, nobody's gonna get any points. Oh, oh brutal. Oh, that ah. sucks. Uh, turds. Well, I got the plans for that. All right, moving on. How many uh, points did I get? Right. Already? Tight end. Uh, I've got Evan Ingram. You've got him at tight end nine again. 16 and a half. No plus or minus for the consensus. Everybody's in uh, agreement here that he is tight end nine this week. But he's coming off of... I what, mean, yeah, but a forty yeah, like a some point points game. are ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, is pretty, that pretty is that helping aid the fact that we are now seeing the real Evan Ingram that everybody drafted what twelve years ago to <laughs> this production? It seems uh, like. no, I mean, Every last week. week last week was you know he's going to be an outlier. He had fifteen targets, something crazy like that. He did see like seven the week before that. I do think there's going to be volume here. Like I said, it's against Dallas, so yeah. there's gonna they're going to be down. I mean, that's most likely they will be down, so they will be forced to pass a lot. So you know, Ingram will will probably get a lot of. You know, a lot of targets, although their linebackers are really, really good, uh, too. So that that's that's just something else to, to consider. So um, yeah. I'm not chasing last week, but I mean, tight end sucks. So, yeah, if anybody's going to get that kind of, you know, that kind of target share, uh, you're going to be considered a tight end one. Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> All right. Injuries. How that? All right, man. So QBs, uh, Colt McCoy um, has a neck injury, limited practice. Marcus Mariota was placed on the IR. So Desmond Ritter time. Let's see. Let's see what happens. 
Uh, I'm not expecting great things, by the way. Lamar Jackson is, uh, I don't know, is he officially out? I, I know that, I, I don't yes. know if it's been like, yes. is, is it yes, officially okay? I, I must have missed that. I know it was like questionable up until, but anyway, he's out knee. So Tyler Huntley again. Russell Wilson, questionable uh, concussion. You know, his welt on his forehead. That was pretty nasty looking, actually. Uh, limited practice. So that's actually good that he got a limited practice in already. That's trending in the right direction. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Could be another Brit, Brit Rippian game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, toe, limited practice. I expect Sorry, him to did, play. Did I catch a Rippian in there? Rippian? Hell yes, I did. I do, I do the Rippian. Rippian. He is the son of the former Redskins. I say Rippian. I'm sorry. I know who he is the son of. Doesn't sound like it. Brett Rippin. Anyway, moving on. Shut up. John Walford is out. So uh, Baker Mayfield time again. Let's see if he can work his yes. magic. And uh, Pickett concussion, limited practice. So, you know, we'll have to see what goes on there. Uh, you want to take running backs? Sure. Running backs. We've got uh, Mr. David Montgomery, questionable with illness, did not practice. That is new as of today. Uh, Aaron Joan uh, is questionable with an ankle. It was a limited practice. There's supposed to be two of them. Um, Damian Pierce, we already talked about, doubtful with an Anleke. Uh, he is probably not playing. Jeff Wilson is questionable with a hip. Limited practice today. Ramondre, we talked about ankle. DNP, Damian Harris, questionable with a thigh. Was limited practice. Antonio Gibson is on with a foot. Uh, he is questionable, limited practice. And his battery mate, Mr. Brian Robinson, is questionable with uh, Saquad's injury. Limited practice. Receivers. Yeah, there's a long list here. So uh, Marquise Brown, questionable illness, did not practice. Um, Chase Claypool, need, did not practice, questionable. Tyler Boyd, dealing with a finger injury, limited practice, questionable. So good good to see limited, but uh, I think he's still kind of trending in the wrong direction from what I can kind of understand. So we'll yeah, see there. He's, Higgins, he's on the other hand, though, limited practice with a hamstring. That's a good sign that he's actually going to play, and I moved him up my rankings because of that. Mm -hmm. uh, Kendall Hinton, uh, there for Denver, questionable hamstring, didn't practice, and, and and that's only useful information because Cortland Sutton is also questionable with a hamstring, and he didn't practice. So it's like, who the hell is going to be number two there? Dolchich season, yeah, right, Dolchich, uh, yeah. But I mean, do we care, if Mr. Brett Ripien? plays probably not uh brandy cooks we talked about him already uh calf limited practice so looking up for him on on the other side nico collins though foot did not practice Kadarius tony should we laugh again <laughs> uh ham seeing him ham seeing uh, <laughs> now i am gonna laugh uh limited practice questionable yeah um, it's my hamstein g <laughs> I'm just gonna find a I'm reason to laugh too. about Kadarius Tony every <laughs> week, only because Davis Pang actually like commented on our on our video last week that we laughed about Kadarius Tony, and uh, I mean it's bad to laugh about injuries, but like it wasn't because of the injury; it was 
because of the no, pause note last week the, was kind of the funny. Injured grammar that we all well, and then last week we had the pause <laughs> note next to Gadarius Tony, but oh, it yeah, wasn't was... for him. It was from the previous week. It just didn't get deleted. <laughs> anyway, Hunter Refro IR. That's old news. Yeah, here we are pausing on Tony. Who the hell put Hunter Refro on there? That's old ass news. Um, designated to return. he's actually. I forgot. I'm busy uh, making errors. What to my do I grandma. pay you for? Return. Jeez. Uh, Jacoby Myers, concussion. Devontae Parker, questionable concussion. Did not practice. Corey Davis, questionable concussion. Deontay Johnson, questionable hip. Did not practice. Julio Jones, who I'm apparently dropping. Knee, did not practice. And then Traylon Burks, concussion. Did not practice still. Second week in a row. That's not a good sign. So um, he's got a. Get healthy quick. All right. The tweet ends. We've got Hayden Hurst questionable with calf DNP. Darren Waller looks to be IR return eligible. Um, hamstring issue that had put him there. Son of hamstring. Yeah, no, ham hamstein G. Uh <laughs> designated to return from the IR with that hamstein G. Uh, Juwan Johnson is questionable with an ankle limited practice. I'm just over here dying. <laughs> Dallas got this is it. what happens at hour and 28 minutes into the show. We just start making fun of hamstings. <laughs> hamstings, yeah. so whatever. I don't even know. Hamstein G. Hamstein G. Hamstein G. Say it with me now. Sounds right. like the monster of Frankenstein. Dallas Goddard. Um, is on the IR, but he is uh, officially designated to return. He took part in practice, could play on Sunday against the Bears. I don't think that they should rush him back. Um, it, it was always kind of iffy. The four-week window uh, would be, you know, best case. But personally, I, as an Eagles fan, would rather see him stay out this week and, uh, you know, just be healthy for next week against the Dow sucks ass Cowboys. And Pat Freermuth is questionable with foot DNP. Um, that's all we got. All right. Jerry's. So the 49ers took down the Seahawks 21 to 13. Um, Breck Purdy does it again. So that's it for the show. Uh, good luck in week 15. Join our uh, become a member of Fantasy Six Pack and hit us up on Discord and uh, ask us your questions so you can win your leagues, man. So that's it. Have a good night, everyone. Peace. All right. <laughs>